This is HPR episode 2318 entitled, Talking About My ThinkPads. It is hosted by Swift 110, and is about 45 minutes long, and carries a clean flag. The summary is, I talk about why I love my ThinkPads so much, and how I appreciate having them. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hello, this is Swift 110, and I decided today to go ahead and do a recording. I know it's been a really long time since I've been able to record on Hacker Public Radio, and yeah. So, right now I'm in a really good mood. I went for a long walk my house to the library, well, one of the areas, you know, actually at the library in Silver Spring, Maryland, I like this library quite a bit, I was able to get a study room, and so it allows me a good environment from which to do this particular recording. I happen to have two laptops with me, and one of them both made by Lenovo. One of them is the T420 and the other is the X201. Now the X201 I got, I actually have two of them. The very first one I was able to get in January of 2014. It was really nice to be able to get this particular laptop because my daily driver prior to that was the Fujitsu Lifebook 4215 from 2006. A dual core, no, a core 2 duo is a CPU 1.83 gigahertz. And it takes a maximum of four gigs of RAM, but because it has a 32-bit architecture, uh, something related to the chipset, it will not be able to use anything beyond about 3.2 gigs of RAM. So, it was nice to add the RAM. I did notice it gave me more headway when I would be on the internet web browsing and whatnot. But at the same time, it was annoying to not be able to use the full 4 gigs of RAM. So you can imagine with that laptop, used it for several years. It was the only one I had until I got the X201. Well, now the X201, let's take a look at the specs. 
of the X201, and I'm in the terminal. Well, actually, not in the terminal. And let's see. It gives me the specs of this particular machine. And I really like it. Today, in case you haven't figured out, it's going to pretty much be a comparison between the X201 and the T420. So that'll be my topic. So now, the X201 is a core i5, second generation. I'm wrong. It's a first generation i5 M540. That's a CPU. And it's running about 2.54 gigahertz. So it's a nice upgrade from the Core 2 Duo CPU of the uh, Fujitsu Lifebook 4215. It was a nice upgrade from that. And this machine takes up to 8 gigs of RAM. Very nice upgrade and very early. 2017. So I'm incredibly happy with that machine. I continue to be so to this day. Just the same. I actually ended up getting another X201. I think in July of that year, maybe even the following year, I ended up getting another one. It was this guy on IRC who needed to sell his X201. The guy is awesome, by the way. Because the X201 came with a 9-cell battery. It also came with a display port to something, adapter. It came with an adapter. It came with two docks, one that had the optical drive inset, and the other one had a caddy that contained the little SSD. So it was nice having those, plus he had upgraded the BIOS to the machine, already done. And it was all in all a nice package for $100. But now, how much did I spend on the original X201? Well, I spent 320 bucks on that machine. It only came with four gigs of RAM, and the battery had a life of approximately 17 minutes in Windows. Which is some absolute garbage, to be very honest, in the least bit. Very much, I would say, a disappointment. You know, I didn't remotely think about whether or not I would need a new battery at the very beginning. Just insanely crazy. That I needed a new battery, but I didn't know what I know now. And so I got through Micro Center, and you'll find this ironic in just a moment. I bought a battery through there. It's a third party vendor or whatever. Supposedly a nine cell battery. I'm thinking I'll get seven, eight hours of battery life. New battery. The brand name Dr. Battery. Sounded good, right? I paid them $100 for what was supposed to be a brand new 9-cell battery. I figured I'd get 7-8 hours. 
You know how much battery life I got out? Maybe three, maybe four hours. That's it. And you know something else? Here it is, 2017, and that battery is completely and totally dead. Isn't that crazy? So later on, I bought a battery from a guy on IRC for 70 bucks. It was a genuine Lenovo branded. Because finally I know to get a genuine Lenovo branded 9-cell battery. And I have that battery to this day. In fact, I'm using it in my X201 right now. And it gives me a battery life, I would estimate, at about 3 hours and 20 minutes. Which isn't the best in the world. The battery itself was made in 2014. But it's not the worst either. I can, I can work with 3 hours. 3 hours gives me a nice amount of time before I need to charge it again. And I'm absolutely fine with that. I can work with it. I still want another 9-cell battery for the X201. Because with the exception of two of the batteries that I have, they're dead. I The original battery, ironically enough, with a 17-minute battery life, for some reason, still lives. Barely. You know... Pretty much hanging on a prayer. I don't understand why that battery still lives at all. But it lives. My Dr. Battery that I paid $100 for. Don't use Dr. Battery batteries. They will die. Let's make that clear. They'll die. Third party batteries you got to think about. Because they'll die on you in the worst. They'll just die on you randomly. And you don't want that. So, you're better off paying the extra money for a genuine Lenovo battery. That way, you want it as new as possible. And you want to find out how many cycle counts that it has on it. You want to know all that. And thankfully, that information is available via a program called TP Smappy. TP underscore Smappy. You can go to www.thinkwiki.org, look that up, look at your model, and it'll give you the terminal commands to put in to find out exactly information about your battery. How many cycles are on it, how much the capacity it was built for, what's the capacity now, you get an idea about the condition of it, and all that jazz. So it's good to know that you have these tools at your disposal so that you can have something that's nice. This battery I know was made in, in 2014. So it's not super old. Definitely not the original battery that came with my first X201. And it's just, it's good to know that you have a good battery. A good battery is hard to find, so to speak. Now we're talking about a machine that was made in 2010, so now we're talking about seven years. It's a lot to ask to have a new battery seven years after this laptop was manufactured. So let's make sure that we understand that. Now, I'm happy to 
still be able to get batteries for this machine at all. Finally get another 9 cell and then I'll be happy. But like I said, this was a nice upgrade. And that, like I mentioned before, the first X201 I had only came with 4 gigs of RAM. So I had plans to get more RAM. Had a little money difficulties. That took forever. But this other X201, I'm actually on a second one now. Already had 8 gigs of RAM installed. Yay me. I got a great 9 cell battery in here. Got the 8 gigs of RAM in here. What I have not done yet that would be an awesome upgrade would be an SSD. SSDs are awesome, just saying. You get your ducats together, get you an SSD, it will change your life. I, I guarantee it. Okay? You're going to like it. I promise. Okay? Get you an SSD. Okay? Despite not having an SSD in this particular machine, I'm still really happy with it. I can still use it as my daily driver. Now, however, dun -dun -dun -dun, in April of 2016, I just so happened to be in Silver Spring, Maryland. I just so happened to walk by a particular pawn shop and I decided to go in. I says to myself, hmm, I wonder if they have any Lenovo laptops in here. Classic Lenovo laptops. ThinkPads, you know what I mean? And I wonder what the price will be on it. I was already looking at, you know, man, it'd be nice to have a T420. It'd be real nice to have a T420. Because then that boosts me up to 16 gigs of RAM. Hot dog. So I'm looking inside. There she is. And she's beautiful. You could call her a black beauty. That would work. But this beautiful T420 sitting on the shelf. I said, can I, can I see the laptop? Sure. Turned it on. Of course, it got windows on it. Blah. But I was able to check the settings on it. I remember some stuff from my days using windows. And it was nice. I mean, a big screen. I'm looking at her now. This 14-inch screen compared to the X201, which has a 12-inch screen. 12, 12, 12.5, something like that. But it has this bigger screen. The processor in here is an i7, which I didn't know at the time, by the way. But I would have been perfectly cool with an i5. But it turns out to be an i7-2620. That's the processor. 2.70 GPU. Not GPU, but gigahertz. It takes up to 16 gigs of RAM, which I was to find out on the spot. It has a screen at 16 by 900. That's the resolution. The resolution of my... X201 is 1280 by 800. What I really like about the X201 is that it's so doggone portable. 
And that's something I noticed when I first got it. With the Fujitsu Life Book 4200, 4215 rather, you basically have this five pound laptop. And it's a convertible, so it can the screen can turn around, lay flat, and you can use it just like a tablet. It has a stylus and everything. So you can imagine going to a machine that's almost half the weight of it, especially before you factor in the 9-cell battery. You're talking about something that's like half the weight. So I remember first putting that in my bag, going off for a stroll, and then, hey, I left my laptop in the house. And I was real upset. Now I look at my bag, I'm like, you dummy. The laptop's in there. That's how much lighter it was. So you can imagine how happy it was to have that extra one. I just thought of that, so I thought I'd weave that in this story here. So now, back to the T420. T420 is heavier. But as I mentioned, we go from the first generation i5, M540, to a second generation i7 that takes 16 gigs of RAM. So I go from using 3.2 gigs of RAM to 8 gigs, to really 4, officially in the first X201, then 8, 16, oh my goodness. Let me go back to being in the pawn shop though. I'm in the pawn shop and I see the price. The price is like 180, that's stamped on there. So the salesperson says, well, saleswoman rather, I give it to you for 125. And I'm like, word. All right, I'll do it. I'm happy. The screen looks nice. There's no cracks in the. There's no cracks in the chassis at all. The uh, keyboards have a nice. Uh, have a nice look and feel to them. They're just downright nice. The only thing cosmetically that I noticed at the very break was the trackpad is worn down quite a bit. Like the middle is worn all the way to the point where it's smooth. Like it has a textured, the pad is textured, but in the middle it's worn smooth. So somebody was moving their finger around here a lot. A lot, lot, lot. Like a lot. You heard me? Yeah, I think you get it. But that's the only thing cosmetically wrong with it. And it's nice to just, because I'm the type of person that opens up a bunch of tabs and stuff, and I like having that extra amount of power. So when I'm doing something in Blender, GIMP, working with maps, now I have more resources to throw at these programs. It's quicker, it's more efficient, and it just works really well for me. The only thing about the T420 I mean, it's bigger. I carry it around with me, and clearly I have both of these laptops with me in addition to an iPad 3. So, I got a nice amount of weight in my bag today. I literally walked from my house in Upper Northwest D.C. to Tacoma. And it was a heck of a walk. Maybe an hour maybe 45 minutes to an hour, I walked 
and I was just able to like have both of these laptops. I caught a bus the rest of the way. And it was just nice. You know, due to the thickness of having both of the laptops, it makes my messenger bag sit kind of high on my back and it's a very comfortable kind of place for it to be. And it having those laptops, it's like having almost like a heating pad on my back while I'm walking. I know that sounds real goofy, but that's just how I feel about it. And I'm just happy to have both of these machines. Now, T420, I carry around quite a bit, but I have one problem now. Its battery that was original died on me a while back. So I'm forced that when I do take it with me, that I gotta always have it plugged in. There is no battery life. The battery's dead. The X201 is a lot lighter because the T420 has gotta be like, I don't think it's five, I don't know if it's five pounds. Let's see how much it weighs. Cause I don't know weighs. Uh, remember all that. So let's see. Detailed specifications from Lenovo.com. Oh, here's the dimensions according to CNET. Oh, yeah. So, I'm going to go into also what makes this machine even cooler in a second. How much is this anyway? Good, good, mother. Why can't you just tell me how much it weighs? Oh, configured system weight, about oh, five pounds. Okay, bada bing, bada bing, five pounds. Not bad. Whatever, whatever. So it's about five pounds. Let me talk about the upgrades I made to this machine. This machine, T420, initially came with four gigs of RAM. When I bought it, four gigs of RAM. Okay, with Windows, painful. 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 So, I knew at that point I could upgrade it to 16 gigs of RAM. So the following week, I added an 8 gig RAM stick. The week after that, took it all the way up to 16 gigs of RAM. You know what's so good about putting in the 16 gigs of RAM in here? Well, I was able to take the 4 gigs of RAM that was already in this machine because it was a single it was a single 4 gig RAM stick. Thankfully, not two 2 gig RAM sticks. That drives me nuts when people do that. I understand you want the the dual um, channel RAM in a situation like that for better system performance. But then I have two 2 gig RAM sticks that aren't really going to be the best that I can use. Okay? So having that single 4 gig RAM was nice because I could stick in the 8 and then go all the way up to 16. So this thing is maxed out with RAM. 16 gigs of RAM. Oh then, wait, there's more. I decided to drop an SSD in there. And not just any SSD. Okay, let me kick some flavor in your ear for a second. 
the SSD I put in this thing wasn't a data. Wasn't even crucial. The Samsung 850 Evo. Samsung 850 Evo is in here. 250 gig. I paid 90 bucks for it. Take my money, please. So now at this point, I also had to get the caddy for that particular SSD. Bam, done. That was 20 bucks. Whatever, whatever. Don't care. So, next out the RAM. Got an SSD in here. Not bad. Months later, and I mean a good long time after all this was done. Actually, before I even go into that, you want to know how much I spent on this machine? The machine plus the upgrades of the SSD and the RAM. I put a total of, what, $300? Yeah, not even $300 had been invested in this machine. And then after I got the caddy for the SSD, yeah, and that includes the caddy for the SSD for crying out loud. Okay, so about $300. So then later on, quite a good months later, I saw that Microsoft had the actual, they had an, I knew that there was a port for MSATA. So I was like, well, now I can have three storage drives on this machine. Not bad. Three storage drives. So I was like, all right. I have a choice of um, another, um, I think it was a, Let's see. What is that thing called? It's a way for you to use cellular communication. It's a mobile chip that you put in. One of the names is Gobi. And I can't think of what it's called to save my life. It probably will come to me later. It doesn't matter. But it allows you to have cellular internet. So you can always have internet on your laptop. And you're not dependent on Wi-Fi. I can't think of what it's called. So anyway... I had the option of either doing that or an MSATA. I put the MSATA in here. 20 bucks. It's only 60. Hmm. What? What size is that thing? I'm trying to think of the size of that particular MSATA SSD. Because for the life of me, I can't seem to. I think it's a 64. Um, I'm not even seeing it listed on here. Just oh, I'm on it. Duh. Let's look at properties. Free space. That doesn't tell me anything, does it? Okay, so let's go to home and let's see what, what's going on here. Oh, it's 64 gigs on here. Yeah, 64 gig. Got it for 20 bucks. What I decided to do was put Solus OS on here. I decided to put Solus operating system on here and check it out. And that's what's running on the MSATA on the SSD. The MSATA SSD and this T420. The other operating system that I had on the original SSD in here, well, the, the other SSD, rather, that's in the optical... I swapped out the optical drive and put in that SSD. 
and that one has Lubuntu on there. But for some reason, I managed to mess up that distro on there. Whatever, haven't fixed it. Doesn't matter. So I have Windows 7 on here. That's on the original hard drive. I never moved that. That's in the main slot. That's a Windows on that hard drive. That's the original 320 gig. Yeah, 320 gig hard drive. And that's SATA 2. It's the original. So it's the old clunker clunker. I intend on putting a terabyte drive in there. It's going to be a traditional hard drive, but I intend on it being a terabyte drive. Bigger, newer, better. Okay? So that'll make things even better in that regard. And it also gives me a tremendous amount of storage space on this particular laptop. I'm happy with the SSD where it is. MSATA, I may get a bigger MSATA at that, at that point. But you know, something else that's cool about the T420 is that while I have an i7 processor in here, it's dual core, there's the ability, because the motherboard, on the motherboard, the CPU on it is socketed. So it can be replaced with what you want. So I can literally upgrade the CPU from a dual-core i7 to a quad-core i7. Now, the only caveat with that is making sure that I don't overwhelm the cooling system of this particular laptop. This laptop is designed to work with a CPU that is designed to work with 35 watts. So while there are quad-core i7s that are 45 watts, and they would work, it would overwhelm the system. Unless I change the heat sink and pipes and other things. I don't want to do all that. I would like to simply drop in a quad-core i7 that's also 35 watt. That starts with the letters QM, I believe. I don't remember exactly which ones. I think there's two of them that are still 35 watt and that will run just fine in the system. And in fact, I can upgrade to the next generation of CPUs and go from a Sandy Bridge to an Ivy Bridge CPU. Now that requires working with the BIOS, that requires core booting the machine, doing certain things that I just don't really feel comfortable doing. So. I'm going to stay in the same generation, Sandy Bridge. I'm considering Sandy Bridge uh, quad-core i7. That's 35 watt. The QM series, okay? I'm considering it very strongly. That would be a very good means of upgrading these machines. Why? Because it allows for any programs that do something called multi-core processing it speeds it up, it amps it up, it gives it even more oomph than it already has and that's nice as far as I'm concerned so that's an option I don't have to do it, I'm good with what I have but having that option is a beautiful thing how many laptops do you know that offer that option? 
Would you get that option if you had a Macintosh? Let's say I had a T420 that was an i3. The lowest of the low with regards to configuration of the CPU that is. I can still drop in and I, a quad-core i7 that's 35 watts and BAM! Go all the way up. So there's a lot of options when it comes to upgrading this machine. The upgrades. I mean, think about it. I put three hard drives. There are three storage drives in here. How many laptops can you do that? This doesn't even have a dock attached to it. So imagine if I had a dock attached to it. Well now, that's four storage drives attached to one laptop. But wait, there's more. There's an express port in the back. There are storage drives that can fit there. You can use the SSD Yeah, you can use the SD card slot as storage medium as well. So there's plenty of ways to enhance your storage on here. I like that. I love it. If something goes old, if something breaks, have an accident, a fall, I can replace the parts pretty easily and inexpensively. And there's all kinds of videos available online that will help me in my endeavor to make my laptop great again in the event of something happening to it. Can you do that with the Mac? No. I don't need a warranty on this thing. Everything on here can be changed by me. I don't need nobody else to touch my stuff. I can do it myself. Isn't that nice? I spent $125 on this basic machine. On this machine. And I have all these possibilities to improve how it functions. This machine's from 2011. That'll be relevant after 2020. Okay? That's good. And to those that, well, well, that's an ordinary looking machine, man. It's just a black machine. It's boring. It's old. It's crap. It's 2011. What's up with the new stuff? Excuse me. I didn't ask your opinion. What I have works for me. I feel that way about my T420. I feel that way about my X201s. Goodness, I feel that way about the Fujitsu for crying out loud, and that was made in 2006. A 2006 machine that I can do whatever you do. Okay? In fact, anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you on a 10-year-old machine. As long as you're not doing video editing. Photo editing. You know, the heavy hitter stuff. If you're just a traditional consumer, I can rock it. Especially with the fact that I put Linux on all my machines. That's automatically an advantage. Windows is heavy. It's heavy, it's fat, it's bloated. Windows with Linux, it's a light system. Now, on most of my machines, I run Linux Mint. Which is light. With the Mate desktop, Fine. I can make it lighter and put OpenBox desktop environment on there. I can use a window manager. I can put i3, a tiling window manager on there for crying out loud, and make my system even lower.
with regards what it needs from the machine itself. I can make it lighter. I can cut the fat and have the same functionality that I would have otherwise. And that's a beautiful thing in itself. That's nice. I like having that option. That as soon as, as soon as I install an operating system on my machine, I instantly have, I instantly have, what is it called? I instantly have media player and multiples to choose from. I instantly have an office suite. I instantly have at my fingertips any number of programs, games, for free. I have access to all that stuff for free. And I mean good quality stuff that's just fine. Blender, for crying out loud. Have you seen what it can do? Watch Sintel, S-I-N-T-E-L. Look that up on YouTube, watch it. It's done with open source software. Elephant's Dream, Big Buck Bunny, it sounds funny. But imagine being able to do that kind of stuff on free software. Do you realize that there are movies, there are full-fledged movies being made with open source software? Lord of the Rings is one of them. You don't believe me? Hey, let's take a look. But let me stick to the... I can get a little passionate when I talk about Linux. and I'm, I'm going to do that in a future, uh, future recording. I want to stick to the hardware. I know I got off on a tangent a bit because I'm passionate about what it is that I do and I'm passionate about what I'm able to do because of Linux with regards to my machines. Okay? My machine stays able to be used. Okay? For many years. This X201. I can always choose another Linux distro that's even lighter than Linux Mint and work with its specs. I can still do that. And I like it. I like it a lot. As far as when I know I'm going to be going for long walks, I prefer the X201 for that. I prefer it with regards to typing on it. Definitely more portable. Something that's an unfair advantage right now is the fact that it has a 9-cell battery, whereas the T420 has a dead battery. I'll be getting another battery soon. So I pretty much have the best of both worlds here. I have this small, compact, portable machine, and then I have a larger more of a workstation kind of laptop that's still portable, just a little bit less. And today when I left the house, I couldn't really decide which one I was going to bring. So I said to myself, why don't I go ahead and just bring both of them? I don't do that a whole lot. And I'm fine with it. So I'll bring both of them. Let me take a sip of this tea real quick. 
Man, this stuff is delicious. So, I was able to go ahead and get these laptops. I have yet to actually do a blender project on this T420. I know, I know, I've had it almost a year. And I haven't done anything on Blender on here. So I'm going to do that, and I'll do a future recording about that at a later date. But I'm so happy to have these machines. They're both classic ThinkPads that'll be in good use almost to infinity and beyond. I will have these machines years into the future and be able to use them. They ain't going nowhere. You know, so I want to help you just kind of think about that. One point I want to leave with you guys before I end this, unless I can think of more to say about these machines. Oh, the T420 has really good sound on here. I get good volume on there. I love that extra power. I love having the 16 gigs of RAM because I can tap, 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 internet taps to my heart's content and not even think about it, using up all the RAM. I don't even know how to use all the RAM on here, to be honest with you, because it just appears to be, it's almost unlimited. Like you saw the steps that I took over time. So to be able to have 16 gigs at my disposal, goodness, I appreciate this stuff. And I'm just happy for what I have because I didn't have to spend a fortune on these machines. In fact, for all of my laptops, which I have six, I spent less than $600 on six laptops. Two of them were free. So that, that just ups the ante even more. I'm happy to have this stuff. I started with nothing. And now I, I have this. And so the goal is to put this stuff to work. And I have a lot of fun doing it. It's nice having a variety of hardware to use to be able to compare. You know, maybe you're comparing... Maybe you're comparing the particular build quality and what have you. But it's just incredible. I love these machines. Something else that I love about the traditional, about ThinkPads in general. I mean, they're just a plain black machine. They're not shiny. They're not pretty. They don't really catch the eye. But I like that because then they're not as tempting for someone else to steal. What's the purpose of having something really nice just for it to get taken by somebody else and you no longer have it? You know? Now, for those of you with the shiny, pretty stuff, I mean, that's fine. If that's, you know, what you want and it makes you happy, then fine. But this is what makes me happy. I'm very happy with the build quality. Oh, I meant to talk about this. If I want to upgrade, repair anything on this machine, I can. Anytime I want. 
there's something called the hardware maintenance manual. Hmm, basically. For each model, a ThinkPad. And it gives detailed information about it. I mean, a lot of information. Information how to tear down. Information on how to repair stuff. Apple Care? I don't think so. You can take that somewhere. I don't rely on other people to do something that I can do myself. Who else can do that? Nobody, baby. Basically. And I'm happy with that. I'm happy to know this is my machine and I can do anything I want with it. And even if I was to break it, do something stupid or something, okay, fine. I can repair it. All that's possible. Because of the upgradable parts that are in this machine. Without even thinking about it. And I really like that. So all in all, I'm happy with these machines. They're functional. They do what I need to do. And who knows what I'll do in the future with regards to upgrading. I look forward to putting an SSD into this X201. And then I can compare it with the other one. And I'll really be able to see just how much of an improvement an SSD is in the machine. And that, that really makes me happy. I mean, I can afford to have two of the exact same machine, and I ain't rich. So, that, that says a lot in itself. I spent quite a bit on the first X201. That's from, you know, a brick-and-mortar store. That's fine. But it opened up the door of a beautiful relationship with regards to classic ThinkPad. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and end this, this recording, and I hope you all have a fantastic day the way I have and the way that I am having, and I'll see you next time. Take care. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.